You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello there and welcome to Locked On Suns, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Kellen Olson, your host of Locked On Suns. We are here today to recap the disappointing 120-104 loss to the Denver Nuggets. The Suns moved to 3-9, and 1-6 on the road. We entered the game yesterday previewing it, talking about, I specifically brought up how the three guards, this is really a matchup they should thrive in, and the Suns should really look for their guards to get going. All three of them haven't been able to get on the same page in the same game. Well, as it turns out, that was the case again. Brandon Knight scored a season-high 32 points. Devin Booker got going late and finished with 24 before being thrown out of the game. But Eric Bledsoe had one of his worst games I've ever seen him have in his son's uniform, and all in all, it was just very disappointing. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Eddie House. Eddie, we talked about how important it was for them to start off this road trip against all these teams that they could easily beat and just get off on the right foot, and they did exactly the opposite of that. And In my opinion, it was the worst they've looked all season. Yeah, well, they came out flat, and it's, it was similar to the way they came out against Sacramento to me. Uh, they just didn't look like they were on the same page. They were uh, erratic with their shooting. Um, like you said, the three guards couldn't put it together. I mean, you got to give Brandon Knight credit, though, for coming in and putting up 32 and 26 minutes. And I got to also give you some credit because you said last year around this same time he had the best game of, uh, of uh, the year last year. And in turn, hope can he do the same thing this year? And he actually did that. So I think it has part to do with he played in Denver. I think he likes that gym a lot. And um, I wish he could play every game in there, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> or he bring those rims. To, to Phoenix, you know what I mean? But um, just Bledsoe just wasn't aggressive. You know, only two for four, you know, 0 for one from three-point land. He just wasn't aggressive out there. He had six turnovers, and, I mean, five assists and six turnovers, that's just not going to get it done. Um, we, 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 I've been continuously saying that they turn the ball over too much, and between him and Booker, that's ten turnovers right there. Uh, Brandon Knight had a careless turnover right when the Suns were making a run there late in the fourth quarter. Turnovers is a, a big deal for the for the Suns. They turn the ball over too many times, unforced errors, and then also in the wrong settings. At the wrong time, they get a turnover. But, uh, you know, you like to see Devin Booker getting his stroke going. The one thing I didn't like, I mean, this, this, I, I'm going to keep – that's the one thing about tuning into us. We're just going to shoot straight. We're not going to yeah, sugarcoat anything, yeah. you know. We're yeah. going to tell it how it is. So Devin Booker, the one thing he had, he looked good. But I didn't like the fact that when he did get kicked out, he signed an autograph on the way out. See, I, was, be, I think I was with you there, too. I didn't like it either. Yeah, I, he, I, I see some nastiness. You know, you get kicked out is for a reason. You were you were pissed off at something, and you ended up getting kicked out. The ref didn't like your, your, uh, your vocabulary, whatever it was that you put out there. They didn't like it and they kicked you out. You're getting your ass kicked and you have time to smile and stop and sign an autograph. I think he needs to get some nastiness. And that comes with maturity as well. We got to remember that we are talking about a 20-year-old kid here. And that does come with maturity. But Eric Bledsoe, there is no excuse for 34 minutes and only getting up four shots. That's terrible. TJ Warren, I'll give him a pass. He had a, a you know, a rather off night, you know, a, a real off night. Uh, yeah. Didn't play too many minutes. Um uh, Dudley came in, played solid. I like the way Barbosa is playing now. It looks like he's starting to get comfortable within his role with this second unit. And uh, and that's big because they're going to need these points from him. But all in all, just very disappointed. And I think also kind of disrespected the Denver Nuggets yesterday. You know, we, we kind of disrespected them. I want to say they got five or six players that are averaging double figures. And um, 
yesterday that they, they continue to do that. They had they had what five guys and six guys in double figures yesterday with Wilson Chandler having more points than anybody on the Suns except Brandon Knight. So it is you're not going to be able to get it done. They got their ass kicked on the glass, 49 to uh, 35. I mean, and and we were talking about Denver as a team that doesn't shoot the ball particularly well, right? And yep. if you looked at the difference. They shot the ball well from the field and from three, and the Suns continued to struggle. Suns just did a lot of bad team things. They were 18 of 29 from the line, shooting 62%, while Denver was 22 of 24 with 92%. The Suns had 14 assists in the game, 14. Um, I'm pretty sure James Harden has had more than 14 assists in a game multiple times this season. That's inexcusable. 16 turnovers. Like you said, uh, and 16 turnovers isn't a horrible number. But when 10 of them are from your starting backcourt, that's going to affect the game more than other uh, types of turnovers in the game. And like you said, Brandon Knight, he had only one turnover, but it was a really poor one. Foul trouble was also an issue. The team finished with 29 fouls, and that brings us right around back to the start of the regular season where we haven't seen this in the past few couple of games, Eddie, but they're starting to be way too either aggressive on defense or lazy. They're either over-pursuing the guy and fouling, or they're trying to make up for a lost step without effort and just fouling and being lazy. And it's it really inexcusable is really the word that comes to mind with this game. It's just we're, we're here covering the team. We're going to be covering the team all year long. And if this is the effort we're going to see, it's going to be a pretty negative podcast on here, to be honest. Because we'll talk about Brandon Knight in a little bit because that was awesome. I was really happy to see that his effort finally came through his uh, shooting because he's been working really hard all uh, season so far. But... Man, it's just inexcusable, again, is the word that comes to mind. Yeah, and you look at, you were talking about the turnover, 16 is not that high of a number, but it's definitely a high number when it outnumbers your assist. You have two more turnovers in assist. That's a, a bad, a very, very bad number right there. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how they're, they're going to have to clean that up. And then just their lack of execution late in the game. They they gave up six. Jameer Nelson has six layups himself in, within the last five six minutes of the game he had six points three layups uncontested layups he had a floater over Lynn he had a left hand layup and then a right hand well the right hand layup was kind of contested where he fell to the ground but getting to the paint is just during these times in the fourth quarter when you need stops you cannot allow guys to get to the paint and I'm, I, it's lack of communication there was a play there they called a ice and um which is they'll force the pick and roll to the baseline but Jared Dudley was the man calling it uh, Alex Lynn was the man supposed to be calling it. He was in the ice position, but mm-hmm. Jared Dudley was the one yelling it. I didn't hear Alex Lynn's voice at all, but Jared Dudley, whose man was trailing the play, ran down, tagged Alex Lynn's man, and yelled ice. But that's Alex Lynn's call. There's the communication is is out of whack. There is there's lack thereof communication, I should say. And it's just, and here's another. It, it's just not a good thing. And here's another trending thing that I'm seeing that's very bad. They start first quarters off horrible they did the same thing against detroit and had to fight back fight yeah. back they, they they did the same thing against uh, portland portland had i want to say they had 22 points with four minutes left in the first quarter and the suns caught up and it was i think tied at 28 at the end of the first quarter but they're they're just starting off so slow and you put yourself behind the eight ball in the in the first quarter and you always want to have to dig yourself out of the hole the, those are ways those are creating losing habits and that's the thing that they need to start creating different type of habits, winning type habits. And this is not winning effort basketball right here. I really want to see Eric Bledsoe respond because he's the best player on this team. He's supposed to be the leader of the team. 
And we saw this last year in the opener against Dallas. Um, Raymond Felton and Darren Williams, two guards, no offense to them, kind of on their last stand. This is like really their last chance at key rotation minutes in the NBA at the, towards the end of their career. And they roasted Eric Bledsoe. And then tonight we're talking about Jameer Nelson, who has barely, not really barely been playing. He played 34 minutes, but he's been filling in while Barton and Harris have been out and really been a supplementary role. And he had 17 points. And like you said, it looked easy for him out there. And that's, that's Eric Bledsoe's man most of the night. He was spending some time. Devin Booker was spending some time on him as well. But if you flip that around, it's like Bledsoe needs to respond on this road trip because if you look at the opponents coming up, like we said, these are teams that the Sun should be beating and it needs to come through their player. And these slow starts, a lot of it is on him. He's the leader of the team. He's the leader of the offense as a point guard. It's He just needs to – I really want to see him come out and have a nice little stretch here and start to get going because – he has to know how bad he was last night, right? There's no way he doesn't know. Yeah, you know, he it, this basically summed up his whole night last night. He had the ball, tried to make a move. It dribbled off his foot, turnover. They throw it down court. He's running to try to catch the guy, like trips and falls into him, and it was an and one. So it was one of those nights for Eric Bledsoe where it was just – it was a quirky night for him where he just – I don't know, it just – they used, a, like in the video game, 2 case the biorhythm. His biorhythm was just off yeah. last night. Mm-hmm. There was another play where he had a turnover, and Brandon Knight and someone on the Nuggets were kind of battling for the ball, and Bledsoe started running back to get back on tr- uh, for transition defense, and then he stopped for a second for whatever reason. Maybe he thought Knight got the ball, but he should have been looking at his man, who I believe was Moutier, who was running down the court still, didn't stop like Bledsoe. Denver got the ball, Moody was wide open and had a layup, and it's those types of plays are just going to continue to happen for this team unless something changes. And another thing I'd really like to see change is the playing time of the young guys. We saw Allen Williams come in in the second quarter, which I completely understand what they're going for there, what Earl Watson wants there. He wants energy. Allen Williams always brings the energy on the bench. Everyone knows about Big Sauce on the bench. But Dragon Bender played 100 seconds in the second quarter, and he didn't play bad. He hit an open shot. He had... A nice pass to uh, the corner, I believe. Uh, and uh, he actually didn't hit an open shot, sorry. But he did have that uh, driving kick to the corner for the for the open three. And he was playing well from what I saw in the 100 seconds. And then the responses to bring in Allen Williams during this moment when the team really needs to pick me up, I think that's when the younger guys need to play, the rookies specifically. Marquise Chris played 12 minutes. Bender played two minutes. Tyler Ulis did not play. It's mystifying to me how they're not playing in games like this when uh, Chandler's playing 21 minutes, Tucker's playing 21, Dudley's playing 23. Lando Barbosa was playing well, so his 20 minutes are fine with me. He had one of his better games, like you said. But when the older guys don't have it going, I want to see the young guys come in, not just a mix of all of Dudley and Tucker and Chandler. And there was really a moment there because obviously he was desperate and he went to Williams. I just would have liked to see Chris or Bender try to bounce back in that situation. And that's exactly what it was, was desperation, man. He was reaching, and, and he seeing Allen Williams, he's like, oh, this guy gives me energy. He's a hustler. Maybe he could spark our team with a block shot, with a dunk, with a charge, with a couple steals, anything. So he was searching for a guy that's just been itching to get on the court, like all that stuff, all that energy bottled up, waiting to get on the court, hasn't been on the court in a few games, and finally gets slapped out there. He's going to have a lot of energy to go out and play and and bring all the charisma that he has. Because if you look at him on the bench, when guys are scoring, he's the first one up cheering. He's happy for everybody. And uh, he's just a real positive a real positive 
thing about the the Suns is that you have a guy like that that's always trying to pick you up, even when it's it's looking so bad. I mean, I think he's really the only guy on the team that's like that. Everybody else is pretty much kind of like chill and lay back. They give fives, but they don't really get that hype. I mean, Brandon Knight got hyped last night, and I also think it has something to do with he's playing a former team. And when guys play former mm-hmm. teams, that they always want to stick it to him. So that might be another reason why he plays well against Denver in Denver too. But um, I would like to see the young players playing more as well. I would definitely like yeah. that, but it's it's a trust factor with with Coach Earl Watson. He's is can he trust them now? And right now, with a three and nine record, you can't just throw them into the fire and, and ho- he doesn't trust them. So that trust's not there. So he he's not gonna put. He's trying to get some strings and wins together. Who does he, who does he uh, who does he trust though? That's what I don't get. Is does he? I mean, the veterans were playing well, but they clearly were showing the same amount of energy that guys like Bledsoe were in the beginning, and it's like. Even if you don't trust them, you're you're three and eight. You're getting blown out by the Nuggets, who look like one of the worst teams in the NBA coming into tonight. And I just think they had to play. They were, I don't I don't really see a tangible excuse for it, but I understand that's what you see Watson seeing at least is the trust. Yeah, it's the trust that you trust your veteran players that's been there before, especially when you're trying to string together some wins. Now they keep stringing together these losses, and the season starts looking like it's almost lost. You'll see. A bunch of minutes for these young players but right yeah. now they're trying to get it together with these veterans plus you got to also remember they're gonna play that money they're gonna <laughs> play the money who getting that money out there they're gonna be out on the court believe that hey you bring that extra perspective i really appreciate there with the money uh, i cannot understand that uh, i can guarantee you that for sure let's get positive here at the end brandon knight was awesome uh he was 12 of 20 from the field four assists one turnover we saw a little bit of the herky-jerky step-back, uh, foot-on-the-three-point-line type of ugly shots that we've seen. But he was taking those shots because he was feeling himself, and he had a really good night. And it, you just hope that he is the one that is going to be able to find a positive out of this and keep this momentum going because that is the type of player that we were talking about on the podcast in the past week when he was playing with confidence, he was playing hard, he was trying to find others, get other people involved and his shooting was going to come, and it did tonight in Denver. Yeah, it did, and uh, I like when he's attack in attack mode. That's when he's at his best is when he's not thinking and he's in attack mode. It seems like when he gets dunks in games, he usually has a really, really good game. So I like when he's attacking the rim, trying to get that dunk, trying to get to the basket, and uh, it just brings up his energy. You know, he, he plays a little better defense when he's scoring. He's one of those guys that his scoring – gets his defense going, not the other way around. Most guys, it's their defense gets their scoring going. So um, he's a guy that we're going to have to look to continue to score and see what he can do. What Can he build off of this night? You know, we know mm-hmm. he's not going to get 32 every single night, but we need 18s from him. We need 15s. We need 22s. We need numbers like that, especially with the four assists. I like the four assists and the four rebounds. You know? Yeah, and the one, so, the one turnover on 27 minutes when he's handling the ball a lot, that's great great sign for the future for him it was great but it was just at the wrong time yep. you know what I mean? yep. it was just definitely at the wrong time and it was an ill-advised pass he didn't need to make that pass but to denver's credit they were communicating on defense they were cross-matched wilson chandler was ran from the middle of the court because he was thinking he was picking up somebody and if you watch the play they're talking early and then he's able to cut over there and get that steal because brandon seen wilson chandler going to his man it was communicated like no take him i got yours and Wilson was able to break in front of the pass. So that's another thing that I think the Suns got to get better on is just their communication and transition defense and just in defense as a whole. They just have to communicate better. It's okay to talk out on the court. It's okay. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Barbosa again, like you did earlier. Six of eight from the field, a rebound, an assist, a steal, and 12 points. I talked about it yesterday. Tucker and Dudley were really seeming to find their rhythm, and if someone else on the bench like Len, Knight, Barbosa was able to find theirs, this could really start to be a dangerous second unit. Of course, Jared Dudley couldn't really find his way into the game, much like Eric Bledsoe did. He he had six points, he took four shots, and then P.J. Tucker, uh, something we'll have to talk about on a future episode, but his shooting is starting to become a massive concern. He is now 0 for 3. Uh, he was shot 0 for 3 from there, and I believe he still only has one make on the year. And the, the reason he has been a successful rotation player for the Suns in the past is because he has turned himself into a good shooter from the corners for threes, and teams have had to respect that. Now they're just leaving him open, and it's becoming a confidence issue. But we'll be back to talk about that tomorrow, along with previewing the game against Indiana on Friday. As always, follow us on Twitter, at LockdownPHXSuns. You can follow Eddie and I on Twitter there. Find the link to subscribe to our iTunes, and we will be back tomorrow. Talk to you guys then.